Welcome to the Accredited Canadians Toolkit, your source for what's new for accredited investors. I'm your host, Sam Perrin. On Friday, we explored the origin of global trade. And on today and tomorrow's shows, I'm discussing highlights from Peter Zion's recent speech called Life After Globalization. Geopolitical strategist Peter Zion is one of the thought leaders I watch carefully. His books tell the story, in real time, of the USA's withdrawal from the world and what that means for Americans and their closest allies, Canada being on this short list. Peter's regular updates are free, but serve as teasers for his $1,000 per seat webinars where the really good stuff is. So I really enjoy it when conferences that he's hired to speak at put out a video of a recent speech. The 2021 Land Investment Expo published his speech from January 25th, and I was glad the YouTube algorithm knew I'd be interested. His presentations covered an update on American politics, a COVID update, and predictions for 2021. On U.S. politics, Peter says the Democratic Party is participating in year five of a 12-year cycle and that the slow demise of globalization will continue despite the loss of the election by Trump and the Republicans. Peter points out that transitions are painful, loud, and messy, but this is the U.S.'s seventh political transition, so, quote, we will get through this, end quote. And Peter says now is the time to act if Republicans want to take back their party from the January 6th rioters and the Trump crowd. His COVID update is that India has numbers that are down because they stopped testing, but their hospitals are a disaster. Vaccines are rolling out, and Peter's favorite is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It should be out to everyone in the U.S. by June 1st. It only needs one shot. It can be stored in a fridge, and thus distributions are much easier. So there may be a recovery this summer if lockdowns are lifted. On the U.S. geopolitical situation, Peter does a great job summarizing the past century in his many talks and books. I've covered those in previous podcast episodes, so I'm not going to go into detail here. But suffice to say that at the end of World War II, the U.S. bribed up an alliance to win the Cold War, but that war ended 30 years ago. Peter says that to maintain a global system, you need first a political culture that agrees a global trade is important. Bush, Clinton, Obama, and Trump all engaged in policies that alienated all but two allies, and those are Mexico and Canada. Second, to maintain a global system, you need global interests. The U.S. has never had that and remains the least involved economy in the world with the lowest imports and exports in the world as a percentage of GDP. There's a chart depicting this in the show notes that you can find at www.actpodcast.website. The third thing you need to maintain a global system is a global military presence. The U.S. troop deployments are currently at their lowest point since the 1920s. However, Americans still have the largest navy than the rest of the world combined by a wide margin. It will take 200 years for the rest of the world to equal the U.S. Navy's capabilities at the current rate of build-out. Also of note, the first, second, and third largest air forces in the world are all U.S. flagged. They are the Air Force, the Navy, and the Army. The conclusion Peter makes is that despite having the largest and most capable military in the world, Americans are abandoning the world as international policemen. Peter cites a recent theft of a Korean oil tanker by Iran being ignored by Americans as an indication of what's to come. Americans will eventually pay for abandoning the rest of the world and losing many of its allies, but not for a very long time. Tomorrow, we will explore demographic trends that will dictate the future welfare of the large players of today and over the coming decade. As you think about that, have a great rest of your day. Talk to you again tomorrow.